Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you, God, for your faithfulness. We thank you, God, for the life of your people and their loved ones. We thank you, God, for the opportunity you have given to us to know the mysteries of your kingdom. Because you said in your way that unto us has been given the mysteries your kingdom. We commit this new series of God into your hands. Let every mystery of God be unraveled to your people. Grant us the spirit of understanding. And access. We subdue, oh God, any power that will rise up against this session. In the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, oh God, for your abiding presence. Have your own way. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I appreciate your goodness, O Lord. We thank you, O Lord, the release of your presence. Sweet Spirit, the ready. Your people are ready. In the name of Jesus. Ah. Ah. Oh, my dear. As one of us so in prayer, in meditation, coming out of the realm of the spirit to the earth realm, it's a bit difficult. Why was the flyer not posted on Telegram? 
wanted to know what we are even dealing with. <clears throat> Understanding the potency of homes. Hmm. Hello, are you here? Are you all here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so yes, yes. Good. Everybody's going to talk. Understanding the potential forms. How do you understand this team? Benedicta, Nora, Laurentia, Mabel, Joy, Nadrumo, Nad, try to reach me tomorrow around uh, 10 o'clock, okay? Alberta, Ella, Dina, Rev. Georgina, I cannot see you. Han, Han has something to do with authority. If I'm right, okay, I'm continuing. I just want to take my time. It has something to do with authority. So when we are talking about the potency, then we want to know the strength that it eradicates. Kind of. Yes. I really want to know what you know before... Mm-hmm. Benedictus Elatus Dinatus Laurentiatus Raheltus. I'm adding your Latin names to your name, so mm-hmm. Joy. Ella, Roslyn, Roslyn Richardson, are you a Ghanaian? Apostle, yes. Hey, are you a Fanti? Apostle, no. Hey, Roslyn Richardson. These are all big, 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 big English names. I see. How do you understand this subject? The potency of forms. How do you understand it? Mm -hmm. <coughs> Apostle, please, um, basically talking about the strength, uh, mm -hmm. the, the strength of something. My dear lady, what, what at all is wrong? What is wrong? 
Um, the horns is uh, the uh, I don't know how to put it, but it's mainly on. What is on? Onara, Onari, Onatus. Hmm. What is on? Yeah, it, it's the strength of uh, animals, like the bull. Some some are on ships, and then uh, cows. Who else? Effie. Effie. Julie Jew. Juliet. Benedictus. Uh huh. Apostle, how stand for strength and authority? To you, it stands for so. What is on? So, if you tell me that something stands for something, you haven't given me the interpretation of that thing. According to Benedictus, most will be referred to a symbol of power we attach to a religion or what we believe in or even a tribe mm. Mm. well so what are hello you uh, animals use their horns as a means to defend their territories to protect themselves and fight you haven't said anything no. what is horns yeah, so horns, horns are used, but I'm I'm defining it with relation to uh, animals, like because they. Ella, please hold on. Okay. That's very important. If you go and write it down, start you strike or not. <laughs> if I say who is Ella, <laughs> I, I have not asked you to tell me the uses of Ella. Okay, I, I was I was just trying to like explain. Because I know it's animals that uh, naturally possesses horns much. Good. Like, Who else? <laughs> Ma. Da, da, da. Thank you, Jesus. Nora. Effie. Nah. Nana, sorry. What is a horn? Joy. Joy like a river in my soul. A rile. Uh huh. Steph. 
and keep getting, getting, getting. Getting. You remember what is your horn? If you are not able to get it right, you will pay for my lunch. That is five thousand pounds. Oh, I should give it to you as a homework. Is that your I thought you were rather telling me some of the features or some of the characteristics of your home. Ah well. It is your home. I've been in the presence of the Lord, I think from 10 o'clock. I was just meditating on this subject matter. Exodus chapter 27, 1 and 2. Exodus chapter 27 1 and 2 and that shall make an altar of sheeting wood What is a shitting wood? I have taught you people before. <laughs> what is a shitting wood? Five cubits long and five cubits broad. And the altar shall be four square. And the height thereof shall be three cubits mm. and i shall make the horns of it upon the four corners thereof his horns shall be of the shape and i shall overlay it with either brass or silver Holy Spirit. I ask the question again. What is the shitting wood? Salman, Mabel, the evergreen Antiagate. Auntie, God bless you, eh? God bless you, pa. 
You will live long. You will live long. You live longer to yourself like you living tired of living. And you are going to see your great, great, great grandchildren. So prepare. You are not dying anytime soon. Mm. Uh, who else? Why the shitting wood? Other versions of the Bible consider acacia wood. Why acacia? Oh, try. Now, really, this thing I've you before. You might, I have thought within the TPS setting before. What is the shitting wood? What is it? Oh, you people are not making today's session an interesting crowd. And you have a point of move. Please, Alberta, can you try? Please, can I try? <laughs> Why not? Uh, please, like a soft, soft wood, a wood, soft. Something like a soft wood. So, so, like, um, <laughs> this is not hard, not hard like this. We say, uh, soft uh, um, no, please. Now, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I don't know whether it was this week or last weekend. You called, I think it was Friday. About all this, and I began to teach you something about all this. I made mention of this tree. Um, yes, Apostle, you said it's a kind of wood that doesn't burn. Excellent. Excellent. Now, how about you, Calipo, okay? How about you, Calipo? As from the new session, if you get something right, I'll buy something for you. Mm. So, the reason why I have thought about altars and what ought to be on an altar, I realized that from the scripture, God instructed Moses to build the brazen and the golden altars. Who come to altars now? Your hands. And God instructed Moses to incorporate. Certain specific features. And it's in Exodus chapter 27, verse 1 to 2. Uh, 
come and look like someone is So the scripture in Exodus chapter 27, verse 1 to 2, it says, the verse 2, it says, and shall make the homes of it upon the four corners thereof. His home shall be of the same, and that shall overlay these horns with fine brass. Mm. What at all was in horns that God instructed that before an altar? Sorry, I am back. I am back. So from this scripture, we realize that. Let me check what our meta posted. From this scripture, we realize that. Before all tests are completed, they should be homes. Two, the homes were supposed to be four. So these homes were placed on the four corners. And don't forget that the number four is a number of foundation. It's a number of stability. So the reason why God instructed Moses to have horns on the altars, and these horns were not supposed to be one. These horns were supposed to be four. And it was not only the horns. God told Moses to either decorate the horns with brass or gold. Now, what at all was in homes that the Lord God was specific that on this altar there shouldn't be one home but four homes. Now I come to ask what you already know. What are the significance of homes? The definition of home is assignment. Anybody who gets it right as it for me. When I am done, then I tell you the proper definition of homes. What are the significance of homes? Betty? You must say 
power, right? Is that what Ima said? Or strength? Good. The reason why God <coughs> instructed Moses to have these four horns was that these horns communicated and I seen your message these horns communicated strength these horns communicate power and who else what are some of the significance of horns Mm -hmm. I said authority. Authority. You said what? Authority. Good. Who else? Where they are? Fufuleo. Raymond. Hey, Steph. Steph, belated birthday. I couldn't call you on your birthday. I was locked up at the hospital the whole day. I'll call a scene for you, okay? Today they will call a scene for you. Mm. Uh -huh. Isaac. By you, Isaac, send your name up. You sent me how many names? Hey. When the moon yamin When I saw your names, I was scared. I was practicing me so. Seven or eight or nine. Why? I said yourself, if you are married, your children, not your standard family. Hey. I make the thing look simple, but it involves a lot of work. All those who sent me that one name, I will just do one. I will satisfy everybody. And when I'm done with the one, then I'll come to the two. The rest, you come and pay me, then I do it for you. Good. Amanda, what are some of the significance for one? Linda says, Sir, Linda. But the strength somebody has said it to. Rael. Now, draw more. Draw more, what does it mean? Draw more. Draw more means peace, eh? Oh, blessing. Draw more. Okay. Andy Comfort, how are you? What are some of the significance of horns? God instructed Moses in Exodus chapter 27, 1 to 2, that before he built the altar, he should make sure that he has four horns. Place and four corners. Grace. The name is very nice. Mm. 
I love local names. Uh -huh. Sarah, Grace, Joy. Hey, why? And Estina, Getty. <laughs> wow. Is it that you don't know anything about homes or what? Dominion. What's the difference between dominion and authority? I thought it's the same thing, no? and I'm uh, not Who else? Auntie Georgina. Belinda. 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 Belinda is the one I heard from you. Hope all is well. of the significance of homes. Mm -hmm. Power, leadership, Richwood. Mm. Sandra, explain the leadership or the peaceful component of the home. Apostle, I think sometimes mm -hmm. distraction. I mean, I think distraction. Home is destructive. Whoa. Whoa. So did you say the horn? Yes. Horn, horn, horn. I've forgotten the verse where they said that the, the horn, there is this horn that crashes people. It's true. You see? Every horn has placed two rules. Anything it does positively, whoever gets access to the horn can use the same horn to do negatively. It's just like fire, it's just like knife, right? We use knife to cook, right? Good. But this same knife can kill. We use fire to cook, but this same fire can cause a lot of destruction, right? Good. Now, how signifies stress? Somebody has said it too. Why are you people doing coffee with like that? Huh? Now, Sandra, it's not all leaders that were anointed with homes. Chris. Yes, the strength is correct, but somebody has said it. So technically, you are doing copy work. 
Horn signifies power, strength, uh -huh. dominion. Amanda is writing. Amanda is writing. Just relax. Let's all wait for Amanda. Let's all wait for Amanda. Wow, look. God represents Hannah. Oh, God is honoring somebody. God represents glory. It communicates glory. Bones communicates victory. But there's one other thing about horns. I think it is only bell. Let's talk about it. Horns are tokens that brings fear. It carries a certain portion of God's grace that puts fear. Into people, either the, the, either it is for light or either it's for black, it's still the same. So basically, horns communicates strength, power, dominion, glory, victory, honor. Anything that is associated with goodness, that is the first thing. The first significance of horns. Who else is going to try to? That is where um, Bell might be coming from. So if you see yourself in a vision with horns on your head, evil, it, it's yes and no. Yes and no, depending on, <clears throat> on your level of spirituality. Okay? Because you know, sis, I have seen you so many times with the horns. And anytime I, me I want to measure the grace of God in your life, anytime I want to know that you, Moses, you are maturing in the Lord, I just check the size of your home. Every deal. I just check. So, depending on where you are coming from, anything that is positive can also be negative. Depending on your, the angle you are coming from. The second thing Horn does Horns It's one of the most powerful weapons in the universe and on, on this aspect. Anything that has to do with protection has 
an element of horns embedded in, in it. Thank you, Jesus. You might get me the scripture, Psalm um, 92, verse 10. I prefer the amplified version of the Bible. So I told you that basically horns does two, three things. The things that is what I'm telling you. One, it signifies all the things you people you know. You said it. The second thing, a horn is a strong and powerful weapon. In the hands of the spirit, even in the heavens, any time the object horn is mentioned, it connotes two things. We've dealt with how or what it communicates. Now we're focusing on the weapon called horn. It's a principal means of attack. It's a principal means of defense. Meaning, if the people of God are able to manipulate the hidden mysteries of homes. You know what will happen to us? It will be easier for us to attack. Easier for us to defend. You told them, or if I told you, get me uh, some 92 verse 10 quickly. <laughs> my Bible is here to build. By my horn, a blend of excessive strength and steadily grace. You have exalted like that of a wild ox. I am anointed with fresh fire. Thank you, Jesus. So if you know the mission of homes, Alberta, you use the weapon arms. When you realize that your life is at stake, when, when you realize that your territory is about to be compromised, let me tell you, we raise altars to enforce certain things for God's people. But within the altar component, what enforces these things are the homes. So if I want dominion over an organization, 
All what I have to do is activate the horn. And the moment I'm able to do that, it's just a matter of time. Victory, dominion, strength, power will be mine. So, Ima, oh, nobody got you in the scripture. Okay, so I read it. When you read Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 17, Moses was demonstrating the power that was embedded in the horn. And I read, his glory is like the first link of his bullocks, and his horns are like the horns of unicorns. With them, he shall push the people together to the ends of the earth, and they are the ten thousand of Ephraim, and they are the thousands of Manasseh. told you that horns is a symbol for defense. It's a symbol for attack. When my life is under threat, all what I have to do is to engage the horns of God. When my when want to take the battle to the camp of the enemy, all what I have to do is to engage my house. So God made Moses know the mysteries of powers that has been embedded in homes. And anybody that activates the horn, a certain mandate is given to the horn. So you realize that in the economy chapter 33, 17, Moses gave a certain charge. Moses gave a certain order. And the other was that, that the tribe of Joseph was going to consume the enemies by the activation of this one, meaning that Joseph, the tribe of Joseph themselves, will not be involved in this battle. But certain unseen powers will be engaged to bring victory to the people. Anytime a horn is activated, there is always a mandate for the horn. 
and the mandate is to push the enemy. The mandate is to frustrate the enemy. The mandate is to crush the enemy. Even to the ends of this earth. When the mystery of the weapon horn is activated, get it? It's activated against you, a child of God. You are dead. It doesn't matter your strength. That is why in the demonic kingdom, they don't joke with the mysteries of homes. The moment they do that, something evil will happen to them. You want to defeat your enemies. We have bosses that are misbehaving. We have business partners that are trying to deny you what is you. What you need. If you need good things, engage the whole and establish the good things. If you see that your life is at a church, and get the horn and let the horn break some chains in your family for you. So when you read First Kings chapter twenty-two, verse I think eleven, there was a king by name Zedekiah. The Bible makes us understand he was able to engage he was able to engage he was able to engage these homes and what was the resultant effect God granted him power to push the enemy to the other side of life until they were also consumed. Thank you. So for all this while, how many knew how many of you knew this spiritual technology of activating the homes to bring victory to God's people? I've been coughing for some time, so I'm a bit Are you in any situation that you are struggling to deal with? Do you have any challenge in your life that keeps on reoccurring? And you have done everything humanly possible. Child of God. Engage the home. 
So he says, he will push the people together. When your heart is against the wall in your relationship, in your career, when you want the man God to work for you, engage the heart. Engage the horn. So anytime the horns are engaged, if it is for warfare, if it is for defense, the Bible makes us understand God will grant whoever engaged that horn, whoever invoked that horn, ability. Ability to do what? To push the enemy away. Ability to push the enemy away. And tonight you are going to spend some quality time in prayer. About this subject matter. of horns is in the book of Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 4 quickly Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 4 and his brightness was as the light huh this scripture. You see? <laughs> Anytime they describe God, in the form of his appearance, his brightness was as light. Know that at that point, God is in his glorified estate. God has put on his Godship garments. So that was what Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 4 was talking about. When man has done his own, When you want God to intervene in a certain manner, Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 2. God was in his, in his glorified estate. And anytime God is in his glorified estate, there is always the appearance of light because when God it is that realm, it is only light that you see. The first time I encountered God, even the light in my room looked darker. I want you to look through your palms. Let's go with Just look into your palm. One of these is our new publicity for you. 
forget I get you the King James. Unless I have stated, don't be getting me the understanding. His brightness is like the sunlight. And by the King James, and his brightness was as the light. He had horns coming out of his hand. And there was the hiding place of his power. People of God, when God is in his element, when God puts on his garment in the celestial world, the Bible makes us understand in Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 4. That within the hands of this God, power was coming out. So when God has entered into his element, you see horn coming out. Get me the King James Version, please. You see horns coming out from the hands. Then he continued that as brightness was like the light. He had horns coming out of his hand. And there was the hiding of his power. Child of God, if you want to know where God hides his power, it is in the horns that comes out of his hand. Jesus Christ. That is why I want you to look into your plan. Within that hand, that has as long as the child of God, as long as that you are in that glorified realm of power, when you enter into that realm, the Bible makes us understand that walls were coming out from the hands of, of God. Moses, and we did this once when the mystery or the hidden power of God. So now, if you want to know where God's power is, it is hidden in his power. If I may ask, Where is your power hidden? That is why, as a child of God, you should be extremely careful that things you touch with these hands. 
Moses embedded in these hands are homes. And these are the hiding place of God's power. If you have people here with such encounters, I want to know. I want you to come up here. Well, somebody here that I go to church and the atmosphere is so strong and you feel some kind of vibration in your hands. You feel some kind of heat in your hands, in your palms. Do you have do you have do you have, have some of our people here? The things I'm teaching is not abstract. These are things that are where some money. What is you've not had that encounter before, right? But these are elementary encounters. Isaac, okay. Ella, who else? You are in church, you are in the presence of God. Then at times you feel some burning sensation in your hands. Who else? I thought somebody was trying. I'm still waiting on. Moses, your bends in your, your in your foot. I'm referring to the hand. I'm coming out. Sorry. See me, I'm a family man. So my other people had to. There's an emergency, I think, by two o'clock. We have to end the session and I have to rush to the place. I want people to so um Ella, share your experience. Your handshakes, good. Ella, where is she? Um, Isaac, please. I'm here. Good, share your experience. Um, there are times if we are having sessions and we are praying, and you ask us to raise our hands. When I raise my, my hands, I usually feel vibrations in my palm, and sometimes I travel through my hand. 
and it hap it's been happening it happened like, yes it happened that time you like you be like we should receive something and when i raise my hands in that format to receive something i i feel some connection i feel some vibration in my palm vibration it's like some electromagnetic waves yes. good isaac good so my experience so see that um the vibrations to be such that uh, uncontrollable you just can't control it until uh, it goes by itself and something depends on the atmosphere during prayer good who else lazy Mm -hmm. Um, please, mine where the atmosphere is saturated with the presence of God, my hands and my teeth starts to shake, and then I cannot hold anything until I calm down. What our brothers, our brothers, and uh, our brothers and sisters share with us is what Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 4 narrated this is not an everyday occurrences it is when a certain atmosphere of God's glory is created And don't forget that you and I are created in the image and the likeness of God. So God, when he's in his glorified state, it is homes that is coming out of his, his hands. And I told you that homes communicates what? Strength, power, honor, victory, satisfaction favor anything that is associated with two when you see when you encounter you have such encounters it's an indication that the second component of the horn has been activated you are in a certain position to attack or defend you are in a good position to enforce or restore every child of god has this spiritual homes hidden in their hands that is why when somebody is sick you lay your hands upon the person and the person as well that is why when you lay when you are blessed you lay your hands on the person you bless and the person is healed the person becomes blessed there is a certain mechanism in our hands and that mechanism is a mechanism of a home now when a certain atmosphere is created 
upon Moses comes out of your hands. And within that horn, according to Habakkuk, is the hidden secret of what? God's power. So now you know where God's power is hidden. That was why he instructed Moses. And Moses, before you can build this altar, you need four homes. And place these homes at the four ends, which represents the four portals of this world, which represents the four corners of this world. So when you have, when you were able to activate this horn in your palm, indirectly, you can control, oh Lord Jesus. Indirectly, you can control the four portals of this world. I wish you, could, you people could see what I'm seeing. So what a child of God, what you have to do is just create a certain presence of God around you. A presence that can help sustain a frequency. Not that do so kind of frequency. Altars indeed are objects of strength. Lima, Lizzie, they are objects of power. So next time when you are in the presence of the of God and you realize this vibration, don't forget Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 4. That haunts. Were coming out of God's hands. And these horns that were coming out of God's hands, in hit is the hidden power of God. That is why, at times, when you go to churches and some pastors say, hey, and a lot of people folks. Because a certain release of power. So the high-level spiritual people, the imams, the, the Christians, whatever you will, you realize that the chiefs, the top top chiefs, the fetish priests, those are the high level. When you get closer to wherever they live, you realize that there is a home. If you have any relative that has been seeking for power, Visiting millions for power. When you go and check the, the things in the in the relatives uh, uh, bag, you'll be amazed that you see a horn. Any question? Right now. When I am in the office 
and things are not going on well. I don't need a physical home. What I need is to activate the horns in my hands. The moment these horns are activated, automatically there is a certain release of God's power. And you don't have to Let's sit in the office. Place your two palms on the table or your desk. And whichever song that connects you to your call, you begin to sing from within. That's all what you need. And you'll be amazed the atmosphere that will be created. You're going for an interview. You got there, you are so tensed. Just look into your palm and begin to sing any song or anything that can easily connect you to God. Just as the people say, it depends on the attitude that will determine how the vibration will be. It's the same way. Then you lay your hands on your shoulder. And whatever you want to enforce, you say it in your head. Don't forget the horn is a symbol of the moon. Ah, any question? So do you know that you ask a question? Please, I would like to know the um, the significance of the physical horns that um, men of God use. It's just a symbol of power, a symbol of authority, a symbol of dominion, a symbol of grace. That I used to have a home. It was Africa, a symbol of power. I didn't use your horn more often. I use it as a way. But the last time I went for it, God instructed me to hand it over to you. The horn was given to Africa by an also. The person said, I'm boss, I cannot go with this. I'm instructed to leave it to you. It's just a symbol of power. And any, any spiritual person that you see holding homes, it is not that those ordinary homes you see in the market. Homes, uh, when you go even to the spiritual shops and you say you are buying homes, the homes that they will sell it to you, it has already been activated. I repeat, what makes altar altars is horns. But the horns are hidden in the altar. When you go to a shrine, you will not see the horn. 
They will just take you to a place, you will sacrifice here. Go and pray here. Any other questions? You might get me the scripture. Revelation chapter 5 and 6. Horns. It represents the completeness of God's power. And tonight we will build the way that she has started building up. And then between the throne with the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a lamb, Jesus, standing bearing scars and wounds, and as though it had been slain with seven homes, complete power. You see, oh, you people cry. Hmm? You see what the amplifier have said? It says, with the seven horns, it says what? Complete power. And with the seven eyes, complete knowledge. Which are the seven spirits of God? Let me tell you, people of God. God's power is not hidden in the altar. The altar that God asked Moses to build, the brazen and the gold altar, what made the altar altars are the homes? And then the two minutes. Oh, do you know that the reason why God instructed Moses to, 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 to incorporate these four altars, these four pillars, or homes is to cause a certain traffic on an altar. Do you know that you can control the whole universe? Do you know that you can control the whole world? Do you know that you can control an entire space? on an altar before homes. Let me ask those people. In your various homes, in your various prayer centers, do you have homes? Don't get me wrong. The homes, I am not only referring to the physical, the physical homes, no, I'm talking um, That is why anytime or most often when you see a demonic creature, you will see that the demonic creature has what? Oh, you are the end there. Yes. 
It's, it's a symbol of power. Do you know that Samuel? Samuel was able to manage the entire Israel in his closet. Because Samuel had an altar. And on the altar were four homes. And it was the homes that controlled the whole of Israel. So when these political leaders want power, you know what they do? They just build homes. So, your Ebushabini can have a horn in the sacred room of the house. And that horn can control everybody in the bloodline. You, I'll come to the negative side. I just want to lay the foundations about horns. Then I'll, I'll let you know what they do with this horse. You just pick them. Follow me. Just follow me. If someone could control, could manage the whole of Israel, just on an altar with four horns, do you know the number of evil spirits in the other realm, evil people, something in sacraments controlling the minds of God's people, controlling the economies of need. Three. Anytime a man is engaged, there is always a corresponding archangel attached to the horn. Revelation chapter 7 verse 1. I'll bet that. Revelation chapter 7 verse 1. So, child of God, when you go into your prayer chamber, don't forget what you read in Revelation chapter 5 and 6. In the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes. The amplifier says the seven horns represents complete power. Seven eyes, complete knowledge. So it is the seven horns and the seven eyes. These are the seven spirits of God. I know some of you have heard about the seven spirits of God, and you've been wondering what these spirits of God are. The seven spirits of God are the total embodiment of everything that has to do with God. God's power and God's knowledge. These two things make God God. And God's power is hidden in his palm. 
Revelation chapter 71. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four wings of the earth. The wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and sea. I told you the horns can be used to attack, the horns can be used to defend. So anytime a horn is engaged, automatically you are engaging the four portals of this edge piece. So if a horn is engaged in your workplace, this is what they do. Every organization has a four corners. So that is how the horns are engaged. The mindset of your people that you people call organization, organization culture, right? How you do your things, how you do your other, that whatever you people do, it still falls within it. I am not that. I have an emergency that I had to just rush out of now. To just go and attend. I'm believing God. I should be coming for the evening session. So let's meet tonight and let's engage the part one of these homes in prayer. That doesn't matter the troubles that we find in our, our lives. These troubles can be pushed away. These troubles can be consumed as we engage the homes on the altar. Tonight, by the mercies of God, we are going to engage upon the, upon the homes of this network, the altar of this network. We are going to engage the homes on the altar of your various homes. To push away, to consume, Anything that has to do with trouble. We are going to spend quality time in prayer. We are going to spend quality time in prayer. The second thing we are going to do tonight is that we are going to cry out to God to help activate Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 4. Hey, these hands of yours, if you know you've been using these hands of yours to be touching, touching the untouchables, anything that contradicts the word of God, make sure tonight before you can consecrate that hand. For your smudger, I will go with sound. Purge yourself. Because when the Lord God is in his glorified state, holes comes out of his hands. Maybe if you ask me where you can get a horse to buy in a car, I don't even know. 
And personally, I don't belong to that school of thoughts that needs, that always focuses on physical homes. I cannot always go somewhere with my home. But within my hands, there is a certain home that proceeds out of these hands. When I enter into this spirit realm, and when this horn comes out of these hands, so depending on the frequency, that would the, 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 that would determine the length of the horn that comes out. Some of your times we are praying that when we lift up, you lift up your hands. I see horns, but physically, when you see horns coming from somebody's hands, hey, hey, what are you going to see? See, when you see. God gives you a vision and you saw a horn in somebody's hand. What, what, what will really come to your mind? And what will come to your mind? A person is an occult, and a person is a witch, right? <laughs> what will it, what? Apostle. Hello, Mama. Yeah, I have a problem. A challenge, I will not call it a problem as such. Uh, my hand shakes. My hands, whether I'm praying or not, they shakes. But this uh, few days in prayer, they have stopped shaking. But they... But then okay so basically what mama is saying that uh hands shoots whether she's praying or not uh, mama i just encourage you to seek medical help one and after they have ruled everything out the truth is this process usually comes out when you are in a certain realm or printing okay. within a certain realm. And it is highly impossible, it will be highly difficult for a child of sustain, sustain it every time. Okay. The other is when I am there, I just start thinking about God. I feel the vibration. Okay. And, and so it is normal. So it means that not all the shaking is uh, spiritual or something. No, there, there are, no, no, no. There are physical. I think there is medical condition. I, medical. I uh, there, okay. there is a medical condition. That has to do with the shaking of the hands. Recently, I learned even the Russian president is suffering from that disorder. So please, um, um, I will, I will let send you some of the TPN doctors. We talk to them. There is a medical, you know, there is a medical condition when it has to the shaking of hands. Not every handshake is very yeah, Ima is aware of it. He's aware. Uh, okay. 
I'll speak yeah. to him. We'll try and find solution. Mama, but you have to come to the city. You have to come to Accra. Accra. Tamale to his city. Mama, you need a you need you need you need a better medical care. Okay. Okay. Uh, your health is not too good. Pardon? Okay. You mind what are you saying? Uh, but I say, I, I, I cry is the is a real city. No, 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 no. As for city. And you mind? As for city, even my village cry is a real city. <laughs> to go to what's in the village? You don't have like this, but they enjoy life there. Than even some of us in the city. Mm. Okay, thank you. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Thank Good. you. Mama, let's seek medical help. Eh? Okay. If the doctors rule it out, then I will know what to do. I am okay. somebody who eats sleep in things that pertains to spirituality. That is my mandate. But I also believe that there are certain conditions that can be medical. Okay. Is there any other question? Is there any other question? No question. Today, 8.20, we will start crying out to God. Don't miss. Let's meet. Let's pray. God willing, tomorrow, I'll continue with the part two of understanding the potency of all this. When I am done with all the positive things about all this, then I will re re reveal to God's people how the enemy takes advantage of these altars to fight God's people. How these entities in our various homes, in our various bloodlines, take advantage of these altars to deny us of God's glory. Take very good care of yourself and let's meet for the evening session. Bye-bye.